Welcome to the Mama Truth Show, where soulful mamas embrace the whole truth of the messiness and magic of motherhood. Check us out at mamatruthshow.com. Here's your host, Amy Ehlers, the wake-up call coach. Hello, mamas. It's Amy Ehlers, the wake-up call coach. And I'm so excited to talk with you about one of my favorite things to talk about. I've been writing about it in my two books, Big Fat Lies Women Tell Themselves, Ditch Your Inner Critic and Wake Up Your Inner Superstar, and my latest book, Reform Your Inner Mean Girl, Seven Steps to Stop Bullying Yourself and Start Loving Yourself, which I co-authored with Christina Rilo, um, who is my co-creator of Inner Mean Girl Reform School. And it's the topic of how hard we are on ourselves and how to really stop being so hard on ourselves and stop um, that cycle of self-bullying that we can move so strongly into. And so this episode is all about saying enough with it, saying enough with the inner bullying, enough with the self-bullying, enough with being so incredibly hard on ourselves. And especially as moms, I've found this over the years of coaching and speaking and leading. Moms in particular, y'all, I mean, and this is, goes for myself too, um, we are just, we can be so mean to ourselves about our parenting, feeling like a failure, beating ourselves up holding ourselves to completely unrealistic expectations where we are just over and over and over again telling ourselves that we're not doing enough for our kids, not doing a good enough job, just plain old not enough. And so today I want to talk with you and really give you some tools to work with when you're in that moment of beating yourself up, when you're in that moment of being really hard on yourself. Because here's the thing, if we want our children to be self-loving, if we want our children to be compassionate with themselves, and we know this, this is one of the mama truths, right? What we do is much more important than what we say. So if we're saying, oh my gosh, sweetheart, you don't need to be so hard on yourself or let's, let's talk about how amazing you are as a human being, but then we're beating ourselves up they are going to do what we do way more than they're going to do what we say. So it's so important for us to walk our talk. And being that I am an author and a speaker and a coach and have been really working on this for over 16 years and doing videos and doing this podcast and doing, you know, writing books about this topic, um, you know, I know this to be so true for myself that I'm like, I write this shit. Sorry, potty mouth when my kids are not around. I kind of have a little bit of a potty mouth. I don't know what to tell you. But it's like, I know this. I know these tools. I I work with, I coach women all over the world around this. I've written all these books and have it translated in other languages. And I still have to remind myself of these tools. I'm reminded of... I wanted to actually tell you a couple of stories here. Um, the first is when I was um, launching my first book, Big Fat Lies Women Tell Themselves, I was at uh, one of my book launch parties and we were doing an exercise where we came clean. We did some good old fashioned truth telling about if you really knew me, you'd know I'm hard on myself about. 
and I was having people fill in the blank and I asked them to just turn to a person next to them and just say, if you really knew me, you'd know I'm hard on myself about ba-da-da-da, whatever that was. And after we did this really, honestly, it's quite a profound exercise to do. I highly encourage you to do that, to just really truth tell about that because so often we think that people aren't being hard on themselves or putting pressure on themselves. And then when you ask them that question and really create that space for truth telling, you would be amazed at what people are beating themselves up about. And I asked for shares after doing this exercise at the book launch party. And a woman stood up and said, I'm here with my daughter. Her daughter was a teenager at that moment. And we are hard on ourselves about the exact same things. And I was like, oh man, like as a mom, as a woman, as a human being, but especially as a mom, my heart just sank. I just said, that is deep because it is so true. Ladies, mamas, what we're hard on ourselves about, we can pass on to our children. And we can do that on a subconscious level. We can do that on a conscious level. doesn't matter. But the truth is that they notice, they know. So that's the first story I wanted to tell you. The second is a story when my oldest, Annabella, was about about four years old. And she was in the room and I was getting dressed in the morning. And she was in my room watching me get dressed. And I went to go put on this pair of jeans. And a pair of jeans was not fitting the way that I wanted the pair of jeans to fit. <laughs> you know, can you feel me? Do you know what I'm talking about here, mama? I mean, I was just like, oh, man. And I realized in that moment, it didn't matter who I was coaching. It didn't matter what I was saying. It didn't, didn't matter what I was saying, you know, when I was in front of the room with, with women, it mattered in that moment. This was the rubber meeting the road. Like, okay, now what are you going to do, mama? Like you, here it is, this little four-year-old little girl who is like so overjoyed about her body and so passionate, like just like so celebratory about like, look at me, I'm naked girl, right? And there she is watching me and the jeans aren't fitting. And so in that moment, I looked in the mirror at myself and I looked into my own eyes and I winked at myself and I said, I love you Mwah! to myself in the mirror. And little Annabella in her little four-year-oldness looked at herself in the mirror and went, I love you to herself. Mwah! And I said, that's right. And we just sat there and, and put our arms around ourselves. I know it can kind of sound a little hokey and corny and cheesy, but we just, and I just said, oh, I love myself so much. And she modeled that exact thing. She's like this little parrot, right? And I just felt so grateful that I was able to snap to in that moment and be the kind of mom I wanted to be and be my own best friend in that moment. Because whether it's the jeans not fitting or um, I'm, I want to tell you another story in a moment about another way that I just was like, oh man, you know, whatever it is, we were late for carpool pickup or we forgot the assignment or, you know, whatever's going on in your life where you feel like you're falling short as a mom and as a person and as a woman that we can in that moment 
find compassion for ourselves. I mean, how would I be if I was with a friend who was trying out a pair of jeans and they didn't fit the way that she wanted them to fit? I wouldn't be like, you're so fat and stupid and ugly and you're worthless and ah, uh, right? That's what, that's what Christina Arilo and I call the inner mean girl because we know the meanest girl of them all isn't the one in the hallways of junior high or the one, you know, in the conference room or at the PTA meeting. It's actually us, the one inside of us that is being the meanest of them all. So one final story I'll share with you just because, you know, I like to truth tell here on the Mama Truth shows, really what it's about is um, a recent one. Um, it was during my my daughter, you know, it was like the final week of school before Annabella um, at third grade now, you know, going off to winter break. And she had this big concert, the Celebration of Light concert. And, you know, it was just one of those weeks where I was pushed to the limit as a mom and trying to remember, okay, did we get the card for her teachers before the break? And and did we, um, did okay, did I dress her in the right thing of the pajama day that week? And then, okay, great. Okay, we got her to the rehearsal on time for violin. And okay, like I was just trying to track everything and then add in my almost two-year-old and trying to make sure that I'd communicate with our nanny when we were going to be, you know, when we didn't need her for the, those holiday things and it was dinner going to be on the table and all of that stuff. And my daughter at this concert was going to be performing with her violin. And so I put the violin case right near the front door so that when we walked out the door to the concert, which happened to be about 45 minutes away where they were holding this concert. Don't ask me why. Don't get me started. But in, and in like holiday traffic, the concert started at 7 PM. It was going to be basically in bumper to bumper San Francisco Bay area traffic to get there. And we get in the car, like, okay, the baby has this on and I'm meeting my mom and dad there for dinner a little bit early. And okay, I did the braid, the special braid that she wanted in her hair. And we get in the car and we drive about halfway there. And I said, Annabella, you grabbed your violin, right? And she went, no, I thought you did. And then Rob, my husband was like, no, I thought you did, Amy. I, I said, I put it near the door, but I didn't grab it. And we realized at that moment that, <laughs> that we didn't have the flipping violin. And so then we have to basically turn around, get off the freeway, get back on sitting in bumper to bumper traffic and get back and get the violin, you know, get back and, Literally, we got there, and and then I and then it was like another thing to pile on. I thought that it was this one location. I said the wrong name of the college to my parents, so they were going to the wrong one. And I was like, "Oh my god!" So basically, I'm literally running with her to the violin. They are waiting for her so that they can start the show because her violin class is the opening act. And we get there. It starts at seven. We get there at like seven o two p.m. and sweat, literally sweat dripping down. And all that I wanted to do was cry. I And my inner mean girl was just having a heyday with me. She was just railing on me. I mean, just beating me up, telling me what a horrible mom I am, that I have no right to talk about any of this stuff. I don't have it together, all of that. And so I went into the bathroom and I only, you know, had a couple minutes because she was about to go on stage. And I just sat in the bathroom stall, put my hand on my heart, took a few deep breaths, and did the wake-up call three-step process, which I'm going to teach you here in a moment. And just was able to just 
get out of that fight or flight and get back into the present, which we're going to talk even more about how that brain works on the next episode with neuroscientist Natasha, who um, is going to talk with us quite a bit about how our brains work around all this. But in that moment, it was like, man, I'm blowing it. So can you relate to any of this, mamas? Can you relate? If you can relate, please leave a a, a message on our Facebook group there at mamatruthcircle.com. You can register there and get some goodies from me and also get the login info for the Mama Truth Circle free Facebook group. It's all free. And just feel free to just leave me a note up there, leave a comment on there, and just let me know if you've had these things happen to you. Tell me that I'm not alone. I know I'm not, but it's always nice to be reassured, isn't it? So this is all to say that we are really incredibly hard on ourselves. And, you know, our brains are hardwired to be hard on ourselves. We have a negativity bias in our brains. They're always on the lookout for what's going wrong to try to keep us safe. And that used to be really great when, you know, we went, when we were in danger, physical danger all the time. But it's not so great when you feel like it's the end of the world because you forgot your daughter's violin and she was the last one there. Not so hot when you're trying the jeans on and they don't fit and you feel like your brain goes into the same reaction as if a bear was chasing you, right? It's just, you know, it's not, it's not so helpful. So I want to talk about what to do when we're in the moment, when we're in the moment of, you know, that it happens and we go into that shame spiral. We start feeling so bad about who we are, whether it's about our kids or motherhood or about anything, about the way our bodies look or about, uh, you know, our check bounces and we're, you know, we forgot to pay the light bill and the light shop, whatever it is for you. It's like, what do we do in those moments? And so the wake up call three step process, this is something that I've developed over the last 16 years of coaching all different people from all different walks of life. And I, I really wanted to distill down something into a very, very easy to use process where in the moment it will help you get back to a state of relaxation and back in tune with the voice of your inner wisdom, that voice of unconditional love. We all have one, whether you call it inner wisdom or higher self or um, you know, inner wise woman or whatever it is, your gut, your, you know, whatever word works for you just talking about that voice of your soul, really, that is always on your side and is always there to be compassionate and loving with you. So here's how the wake up call three-step process goes. Super simple and also incredibly powerful. So you're in that moment and you can actually do this process right now. You can write this out while you do it. You can, um, you can also um, just do it in your head as you follow along. I want you to actually just bring up into your mind's eye right now what you're beating yourself up about. Like, where are you being really hard on yourself? Maybe it is about parenting, or maybe you're going through a rough time with one of your kids right now. Or maybe, you know, you're not feeling as healthy as you want to feel, not as vibrant in your body as you want to feel. Or there's trouble in your relationship. Maybe your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. Uh, maybe you're dating right now, whatever it is, just bring into your your mind's eye right now, into your heart, that situation, and take yourself through this three-step process. 
So step one is to ask yourself in that moment right now, what is your inner mean girl or inner critic saying? What is your inner mean girl saying? And just to let her rant. And you may even want to take out a red marker and just let her just go to town on this, um, you know, on a piece of paper. That can work. I often will just do it in my head. You can do this in a partnership. If you're, you know, if someone that you love is going, is being hard on themselves, you can ask them, well, what is your inner critic saying? What is your inner mean girl saying? What is your inner bully saying to you? And just let that person rant. So right now, just let it rant. What is on that area that you're being hard on yourself about? What is your inner mean girl saying to you? So in that moment when I forgot the violin and she was the last one there, it was just like my inner mean girl was just saying, you're totally failing as a mom. You're a loser. I can't believe you. Who do you think you are? You can't teach this stuff. You don't live this stuff. What a loser. And you are failing as a mom. You're failing. Whew, man. So just allow yourself and that inner critic to rant. And I know this can feel a little counterintuitive because it's like, Amy, why are we doing this? Why, are, you know, we don't want to, what we focus on grows, right? As, as the saying goes, and we don't want to focus on what our inner critics or inner mean girls are saying to us. But here's the deal. When we're beating ourselves up, when we're feeling any sort of negative emotion, whether it's disappointment or, you know, we're feeling down on ourselves or we're feeling angry or we're feeling enraged or in, totally depressed or pissed off or whatever it is, any negative emotion, I can assure you that your inner mean girl is right there with a the megaphone. She's saying something to you. And so you actually allowing her to just go off and rant is releasing the pressure out of the pressure cooker. It is actually taking all of that shadow, all of that pain, and taking it out of the darkness and into the light so it can be healed. That's what we're doing right now. So what is your inner mean girl saying? And when you feel that sensation of just like, oh, that's it. That's like the baseline, big fat lie, as I call it, that the meanest thing that she could say to you. You know, and, 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 and it might be that it's not so overtly mean. It might just be like, you know, good girls aren't supposed to do that. Or you really let me down. Whatever it is, just when you feel that sense of like she is complete, then you move on to step two. So if it's safe to do so for step two, you want to close your eyes. I'm doing this as well. Take a deep breath. <sighs> Just ask, what does my inner wisdom know? What does my inner wisdom know? And when I was in that bathroom stall at that concert hall, after beating myself up, sweat dripping down me <laughs> from running <laughs> to get with her on time, it was like my inner wisdom was like, sweetheart, you're juggling a lot. You're juggling a lot. And... You did a great job. You put that violin by the door and there was no communication. And not bringing the violin does not equal being a failure as a mom. And in fact, you're doing a pretty good job as a mom. And in fact, you made it in just enough time. And let's go and celebrate your daughter that's about to be up on that stage playing that violin. And, she, and then honestly, she just said to me, I love you, sweetheart. I love you. 
So what does your inner wisdom know? Just take a moment, take a breath to really tune into that. Oh, feels good, doesn't it? Mm. Good. And then the third step is a NLP or neuro linguistic programming technique. And it's really about you doing a physical movement or gesture to lock in that inner wisdom truth, to just really lock it in. And so for me, I usually tap on my heart. So just repeat back while doing whatever that physical gesture is, just repeat back your inner wisdom's truth. So for me, you know, it was, sweetheart, you're doing a good job. You're juggling a lot right now. And forgetting the violin does not equal that you're a loser or a failure as a mom. And let's go celebrate Annabella. I love you. Ah, so step one, what is your inner mean girl saying? Let her rant. Step two, close your eyes, take a deep breath. <sighs> what does your inner wisdom know? And then step three is to lock that in with a physical gesture. Now, one of the other tools that I really want to give you, so that's like an in the moment, you know, the shit's hitting the fan. <laughs> you're, you're going down the rabbit hole. You know, that, that's what the wake up call three-step process is for. But here's the other thing is that I have clients that use the wake up call three-step process first thing in the morning, just to clear out anything or at the end of the day. So you can take that little toolkit there, that tool and put it in your back pocket to use it whatever way you would like. The other thing that I just want to remind you of, and I know all of you listening are such soulful, conscious mamas, and um, and so you may have a really strong daily practice. You may have something that you do every morning to just set your tone, to set that vibrational set point, so to speak, so that you can create a really good day for yourself. And I just want to remind you how powerful it is to do that. And if you're not doing that, let this year be the year that you really lock that in for yourself and really decide. And here's the thing. I hereby let you off the hook of needing this to be this long, drawn out 60 minutes with incense burning, sounding the chime, sitting on a cushion for 60 minutes in silence. If that is what works for you and you've created and carved out this space for that in your life, God bless. I love that you're doing that. For me, my alarm clock is my two-year-old going, mama, mama, from her crib. She is my alarm clock. And so I actually do my practice once I'm in my office for the day. I, I, you know, when I go and I usually get Evie Rose out of her crib and then I bring her into bed with my husband and I and snuggle with her for a little bit in there. And I consciously in that moment, this is all that I do. I just take a couple of conscious deep breaths and just welcome in the day. I imagine white light from above coming down and cocooning me, putting on those protection shields. It literally takes me a minute, a minute. And then when I get into my office here in my home office, 
that's when I usually can put on a headset and listen to a meditation, which I love to do. So, um, and that's, you know, so I just really want to remind you of how powerful it is to start your day that way. And I also want to remind you of how important it is to end your day that way. I always literally, when my head is on the pillow and I'm starting to fall asleep, I end with in my mind saying what I appreciate about the day, what I appreciate about my life, what I'm grateful for. And having those be the final thoughts before I go to sleep has been life-changing for me. doesn't take a lot of time. Literally just that list of gratitude and appreciation. So let me know what you think. Would love to hear from you. The other thing I just, you know, if this work, if you can tell that you are ready to go deeper with doing this kind of work, with allowing your inner mean girl, turning down the volume on that inner mean girl voice and turning up the volume on your inner wisdom, I wanted to let you know that um, Inner Mean Girl Reform School is a home study program. It is a virtual school that is amazing. Thousands of women have come through the doors of that virtual school and it is available to you. And I, for all Mama Truth listeners, you can receive $100 off of that program. Just head over to innermeangirlkit.com. That's innermeangirlkit.com. And when you click the button to add it to the shopping cart to to go ahead and sign up in the coupon code. You can just put the words Mama Truth, all lowercase, no spaces, Mama Truth, and you'll receive $100 off. Just as my thank you for being a listener here to the podcast. So again, it's innermeangirlkit.com and Mama Truth is the coupon code to receive $100 off. It's an incredible process. I can't say enough good things about it. It's just an awesome process. So darling ones, it's Amy Ehlers, the wake up call coach, thanking you mamas for being here with me, reminding you that modeling self-love and self-compassion is so important, not just for you, but for your children, for them to see you being kind to yourself, to see you treating yourself as you would a best friend. Oh, I love it. All right, mamas, I'm sending you off with so much love. Our next podcast is um, I have brought on psychologist, the amazing Natasha, um, and I'm completely forgetting her last name. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I can't I can't I can't stop the recording until I it's uh, Kavanov. Um, She's incredible neuroscience um, neuroscientist and um, psychologist um, talking about our brains and our brains on motherhood. So that's our next show. I hope you'll join me for it. In the meantime, I'm sending you off with so much love, reminding you to embrace the messiness and the magic. Bye-bye, mamas. Thanks for listening. If you like what you've heard, the biggest compliment you can give us is to share the Mama Truth show with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast at iTunes. And make sure to visit mamatruthcircle.com to become part of our free community of soulful mamas. Until next time, keep embracing the messiness and the magic of motherhood.